Welcome to the B2B Growth Marketer Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Mead, and today we did another LinkedIn Live. So this is a recording from a LinkedIn Live with Story and myself, and we talked about the pros and cons between choosing HubSpot CMS or choosing WordPress to build your B2B marketing website. Um, This is a great episode. There's still a lot of great information here. Hope you really enjoy it. Thanks. All right. Story, welcome back. Hey, we are live again. What are we doing today? (laughs) All right. So because of the questions we get asked about what CMS is perfect for that specific business or person, I wanted to throw a couple questions out at you about HubSpot versus WordPress. So whenever you're ready, let me know. Yeah. If you Um, want to get into maybe like why we're here. (laughs) Get some water. Okay. I'm ready. I think it is important for people to know, like, why are we even having this discussion, honestly? Like, wh- what's the point of talking about HubSpot versus WordPress? Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry, I had the stream open in my other window and it started talking and I got really distracted by hearing my own <laughs> voice once it started and I freaked out and then it went full screen. So I didn't hear your question. I'm so oh, sorry. sorry. Ask one more time. <laughs> You're good. Okay, okay. No, so what I was saying is... What's the point? Why are we even here? Why are we talking about HubSpot versus WordPress? Like, why are we pitting yeah. them against each other or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. So there's, a, there's, let's go back to like the history of B2B websites. And it used to be like, hey, we just need something up to, hey, we need something that tells everybody about our products. And it was thought of as like a business card or like a brochure on your website. And corporations were spending lots of money to build custom developed sites and then they'd have to get them updated and hire someone in staff to update them. And, and then kind of like the, the, the adaptation of WordPress became more prevalent where, you know, it's a free free, you know, platform that you can customize buy themes, build your own themes. And it was a little bit more widely used, easier to, to update um, and a good platform for that. And it was always something that connect your website's, you know, B2B websites didn't always connect to marketing automation. It was a form that got emailed to somebody and somebody had to decide what to do with it. And then, you know, HubSpots came around, you know, more active campaign, more MailChimps of like, hey, let's actually do something with the people that come to our website. Let's get them to sign up for something. Um, And so kind of like the marketing automation world was born and it was always, I build my website on WordPress, Drupal, or custom development, and then I integrate it with a marketing automation platform. And, you know, how that is kind of, you know, where we are today is companies like HubSpot, uh, even MailChimp to a degree, they've said, well, wait a minute, why do we have to build websites separately on a different platform? Why can't we build them within the marketing automation to streamline that process, to give more flexibility. And so now, you know, HubSpot developed their HubSpot CMS a few years ago, and now it's really kind of taken off. And so companies, every two to to 10 years, that range (laughs) is a little far for for a lot of marketers uh, liking, but really it's the idea that they need to update their website. Uh, Usually when a new marketer comes in or when there's like a bigger change, uh, the, the, the higher up saying we need a, we need a better website to convert more leads. And then the question arises, well, we use HubSpot. 
And we've built it on all these web developers are saying build it on WordPress. And so this question is starting to come up to more and more people of, well, should we just build it in our marketing automation system? But then are we handcuffed? Should we build it on WordPress? But then are we hiring someone to update it all the time? And so this this question gets asked all the time of like, which one is better for my for for B two B? And so maybe we can answer that today. I don't well, know. Well, we have been asked a few questions, so I have eight of them that I'm going to ask oh, you. Boy. Some of them bigger, I know. Some of them bigger oh, than boy. others. <laughs> we got this. Hank looks like he's ready. So yeah. I yeah. think. Right. So <laughs> marketing the assistant first one, back there. Yeah, he's very helpful. Very helpful. <laughs> Well, so like the first one's going to obviously be about like setting up and launching. So which one's more user-friendly for to be like said, like best to be used, like when setting up and launching your website, like which one's yeah. more helpful? Yeah. And this is, this is all from like the perspective of maybe like internal marketing team that's going to take this project on. I don't know how many, I don't know how many teams are going to set up and launch a new website project if they're, you know, a lot of times this is an agency to do this, but we thought let's not talk, let's just talk about it. And so yeah. we'll, we'll start with HubSpot. So HubSpot is very out of the box themes, ready to go. You can, uh, they have free version of themes, paid versions of themes. And you know, the HubSpot CMS is built the same way WordPress, where you, it's the idea of, uh, it's got the framework. The theme comes in with some elements that you want to mold and design based on what you want. Um, and so that's kind of, that's kind of easy. And um, HubSpot's website builder is based on like a drag and drop builder at this point. And so it's very easy to get started without a lot of know-how. Um, with, with, with HubSpot, all hosting is included. So you do pay a larger fee per month, but all of the hosting, um, all of the, um, you know, kind of like DNS settings or like some, some of those things are kind of all within HubSpot versus going to multiple places. Um, and, you know, with the themes, you get what you you know, you, you get what you get with the themes. So that sometimes those are a little limited. Um, customizations, maybe you need a developer. Um, yeah. WordPress, on the other hand, same thing. You can get out-of-the-box themes. They have some free ones. I will say their themes, uh, the pay themes, might be a little bit cheaper. Um, they're less expensive than HubSpots. But with HubSpots, you're getting um, landing page designs, pillar page designs, contact page designs, and with, um, you might not get all of those within the WordPress themes. Um, with WordPress, you do need to host it somewhere. So kind of if you talk about like a domain name is like your address and your hosting is like where your house is like planted. Um, and so with, with website files, they need to be hosted somewhere like, like um, HostGator, Bluehost, GoDaddy, you know, mm-hmm. Amazon Web Services to a degree. Um, they also have... Uh, some themes and some builders are drag and drop, but not all of them. So when you're looking at that, you have to decide, is this something that is drag and drop and can I use that? Um, WordPress is also built on the idea of like plugins and plugins are things that you can add to your site to add more and more functionality. And there are thousands, if not like hundreds of thousands of, of like plugins to do various things that may, you may want. Um and so like that is a, certainly a plus with with WordPress. It's also a negative because those all have to be updated. Uh, yeah. And if developers aren't updating them, you get other problems. Um, and customize, customizations, depending on what you want, um, you can really almost do anything with these two platforms, but you will have to hire a developer to do those. 
I was going uh, so to ask about customization, yeah. <laughs> yeah, with, with both of them, you know, there's some out of the box with plugins and things, but there's still going to be, a, with, with WordPress, there's a little more technical uh, customization like a CSS and HTML to make those updates. Yeah. Uh, but if I had to say, you know, if one is easier than the other, if you're already using HubSpot, I think HubSpot's easier. But if, Hubs if, if you're now building a website on HubSpot for the first time, um, I do think WordPress is a little bit easier to get going. There's more flexible uh, flexibility with themes and plugins, um, and it's easier to import things. Um, importing new content to HubSpot isn't as easy as it is to on WordPress. Gotcha. HubSpot needs to figure, work on that. <laughs> yeah, well, a little yeah. easier for us. <laughs> yeah. So what about content management? Like you were kind of saying that though, like which one's easier to manage everything that you want to do? blogs, everything like that. Yeah. Uh, well, content, content management, if we're coming from a marketer's perspective. So again, I think a lot of the context is if you're using HubSpot, uh, you already know how to add blogs. You already know how to make landing pages. You already know how to use emails. And so mm -hmm. if we're talking about adding content management, um, I'm going to just go ahead and say it without even saying the features, but HubSpot is certainly more, uh, is, is more intuitive, easier to use from a marketer's perspective. You can update yeah. websites a lot easier, um, but going through like the details, uh, you know, HubSpot is kind of built on the WYSIWYG blog editor. So you've got, you know, your, yeah. your typical ways to edit content. You can import articles directly from Google Docs. So if you're using mm -hmm. Google Docs, that's a great way to do that. Mm -hmm. um, you can easily clone and manage content. Uh, so if there's like a format you really like, you can just clone it. Um, drag and drop website builder, which is a great tool. I mean, sorry, you're a marketer and not a yeah. website developer. And yeah. I feel like you understand enough about HubSpot to make build new pages sure. and update pages. It's uh, super easy. And also we have Karen who <laughs> answers any yeah, of my small well, questions. Yeah. So <laughs> we got lucky with that. But yeah, no, it is really easy to use, yeah. honestly. The drag and drop and you can Google just about anything as well. So yeah. And and like another aspect of like content management is not just getting the content published, but uh, having that data, the blog analytics all live yes. within HubSpot Love if you it. use it for marketing is certainly a benefit. Um, yeah. And it has all your your SEO features. You can you do mm -hmm. your you know you you can grade your your H ones. You can grade your titles. You you've got your standard meta description. Um, but so for for WordPress, you know again same built on that WYSIWYG yeah. editor. Um, you know the the page adding pages and articles. It's pretty straightforward. It it takes a little bit more. Uh, it's not as intuitive in my opinion as HubSpot. Um, depending on your website, how it's built, it does have drag and drop abilities, but it doesn't come mm -hmm. standard that way. Um, you will have to use a third party for analytics and data. So none of that, gotcha. you'll have, okay. you have to add a plugin to do mm -hmm. that. Um, or, or like it has to be piped to like a Google analytics or another third party data. Um, and then uh, you do have a little bit more with the right SEO plugins. You can do more with SEO on WordPress but it's not necessarily a uh, out of the box type thing. Yeah. Um, so like I said, I'm giving HubSpot the win on content management because it, content's a marketing aspect in our, in our world, in our minds. And mm -hmm. you want to do that on more of a marketing platform. It's easier to put CTAs in, easier to put forms in uh, more natively. You can do smart content on HubSpot hosted Love stuff. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I think that's more in line 
for, for that. Well, we already kind of touched on it, but what do you think that the plugins for WordPress or just like the regular built-in ones for marketing and reporting are better on HubSpot or WordPress? Like, do you think which one's more powerful or and helpful for marketers? Uh, I mean, I think for, for me, that's always going to be a HubSpot um, because HubSpot is a marketing, uh, you know, it's a full CRM suite. You know, yeah. I don't want to sell it yeah. short, but if we're talking <laughs> about an aspect of marketing. Um, it's a marketing automation tool built to make marketing easier for you. So yeah. I think really, you know, HubSpot is always going to take that. They give you SEO recommendations built into the platform. Uh, it's fully integrated to a, to your CRM. So once leads come in, they get assigned. Um, mm-hmm. A-B testing, email marketing, landing pages, video hosting, live chat. Um, you can use Facebook Messenger as your live chat as well. Forms, automation, like I can keep going. And with, <laughs> with WordPress, it's really hosting your website. So there's no marketing tools. All of those would be third-party plugins, third-party things that need to be configured. Then you probably need accounts for those as well. Yeah. Um, most of those tools are included in HubSpot natively that you would have to get with plugins or with third-party add-ons. Yeah. All right. So it's all HubSpot. built in. <laughs> so yeah. for, so what about security? That's another one that people are questioning, like, which is more secure? I guess it depends again on the, like the plugins and stuff through WordPress, but which one of those? Yeah. Um, so HubSpot with their builder and with, you know, by hosting and building your site on, on HubSpot, uh, they do they do provide a standard SSL certificate, um, which you know assists in that in that security blanket. Um, there is a web application firewall um, that come, kind of comes with that, um, because it is hosted on HubSpot's network and and, and its hosting servers. There is a twenty four seven security and threat uh, monitoring by the the HubSpot web team, um, mm-hmm. and it's also part of the global network delivery network, which. Will is is kind of Google's security secure uh, process for that. Um, with with WordPress, it can be secure as well. There's more steps to take. You have to get you, you know you have to go through your hosting, make sure that is secure. Um, there are free and mostly you need paid security plugins to alert you of activities and things like that. Um, outdated third party plugins or themes do leave you vulnerable with that because they're not getting, um, you know, the way like the theme marketplace works. I'm a website designer and I created a theme for WordPress and a thousand people use it. They download it. They pay me 50 bucks. Great investment. But all of a sudden I decide I don't want to be a word. I don't want to be a designer anymore. I don't want to, I don't want to develop themes and they just kind of leave it. They don't update it ever. And you're kind of left hanging because now that is a, you know, as new security threats, new updates, the site isn't being updated by somebody. Um, So that kind of is, for B2B, that leaves a lot of uncertainty that you don't necessarily want. Yeah. Um, So I would say, you know, from a, from a, from a simplicity of security, uh, if you, again, if you or your, your, your uh, IT team, your security management team has already approved and understands HubSpot, you know, it, it has that uh, level of security that's already been approved. And with WordPress, you have to bring, you have to build that security in. Mm-hmm. With HubSpot, it's more of a done for you um, process. So if you have questions about any of that or through WordPress, who do you go to for like maintenance and support? On WordPress? 
for either one of them? Um, well, for HubSpot, it's kind of done through HubSpot. And, you know, either if you're already using HubSpot, somebody in your team may already understand how to use it and can do a lot mm -hmm. of that. There's really no like maintenance to be done with HubSpot. It's kind of like, it's kind of like a, an, your, your Mac versus a PC. Uh, for those of you that have <laughs> Macs like me, like there's no, there's no like security updates. There's no like, I don't have to run like a scan once a month. Um, the Norton security viruses. I don't think that's, that's been a thing for a while. <laughs> that's, uh, like, I've never, I haven't worried about a virus on my Mac in like 20 True. years. Yeah. And, and so it's like HubSpot takes care of a lot of that. With WordPress, you have to build it yourself with yeah. uh, usually your web agency will help you with that, but then you have to pay them to keep everything updated. Ongoing maintenance, uh, that usually costs anywhere from like two fifty to like a thousand dollars a month to be on call if things don't work anymore, and that yeah. issue isn't really there with with HubSpot. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I, I know I've used like just certain things through maintenance or support through HubSpot, and they're super quick, really helpful. Yeah. So, yeah. and obviously the big one, which one is most affordable? Well. You know, that's where we uh, get a little bit, it gets a little, it gets a little hazy. And yeah. I know a lot of companies hear that HubSpot's, you know, CMS Pro, which is what most people need, starts somewhere between like $350 to $400 a month. Mm -hmm. uh, and that seems like a lot considering hosting on a Bluehost or HostGator is like 200 bucks for a year um you know to do that on a wordpress to know that um you know like i don't need all those plugins off the first base so like you hear like a cost that's a per month versus what it costs to host annually you're like okay that that might that's hard that's a hard pill to swallow um but if you really think about what you have to add add up to make sure a b2b company is secure has the right plugins uh, things start to add up quickly. So with HubSpot, they do have a free version of the platform uh, just released a couple months ago. Um, so you can, anybody can go sign up with a HubSpot and create a HubSpot free website. You know, there's of course limitations, um, but you get access to the CRM, you get access to all the other free tools. Um, HubSpot had their lowest tier, which is their HubSpot uh, CMS Hub Starter, which starts at $25 a month. The HubSpot Pro, the CMS Pro, again, starts about 400 and there is an enterprise level, but that's, um, you know, this is not a lot of use cases for your typical B2B company that needs that, unless there's like a deeper integration you need to create. Um, with WordPress, it is free to download and use. You have to pay for domains, which you still have to with, with HubSpot, you got to buy a domain, but you have to pay for hosting. Again, depending on like what your business is, you're looking at like $200, $250 a, a year. Um Theme costs, depending on what you're trying to, you know, which theme you prefer. Um, where the hidden cost is, that is, is a hard one to, to kind of calculate for people, is the paid plugin subscriptions add up quickly. Mm -hmm. So do you want to do backups on your website? Uh, you have to download a platform and you're going to have to upgrade to have it connect with your Dropbox or your Google Drive to, to back up your site once a month. Um, security plugins to do anything, you're going to have to pay for a subscription. Um, you know, your whatever marketing automation platform, you have to pay for that subscription to integrate it into your website. And so those do 
really start to add up quickly. Um, go, if you want to add a map of your location of your company, most likely you're going to have to pay for a subscription for that. If you want a slider on your website, most likely that's $50, you know, subscription um, for that. So costs yeah. add up very quickly with, with, uh, with WordPress. It's kind of like that, uh, hey, it's cheaper, but all these hidden costs that you don't necessarily see right away for that. It reminds me of like cutting the cord with cable and then you have Hulu, Netflix, <laughs> all of yeah. those just added yeah. on. <laughs> you yeah. want this? Now, well, you gotta do this, so. Yeah, it kind of feels that way. And you can certainly create, if you like, if you know WordPress and you can build it, you can certainly build a WordPress site for, for low cost and mm-hmm. do everything you need to do. Um, yeah, but I think for- cool for like the mid to large, you know, B2B software company, they need more than a WordPress site because they're already using some sort of automation. Um, and why not build that in one spot where marketers have the ability to make changes yeah. more e- e- in an easier fashion. So who do you think wins overall? Is there a real you know, winner? <laughs> uh, it's, it's that, it's that it depends. So we're going to call it a tie. And I'm going to call it tie because there's different reasons for needing both uh, or needing Mm -hmm. each. So Mm -hmm. let's just do like a quick, when do you need to use WordPress? Um, WordPress, if you want more control and a granular control over specific things, you need to, you need to code in specific features. Um, It can be very customizable. WordPress is, is maybe right now a little bit better on than WordPress on that. Now, like that curve, that, that curve is getting shorter. Um, If you want to manage your website and you're hosting yourself, um, I know a lot of people don't like that. It's all on HubSpot servers and you don't have access to download your files. That is kind of a sticking point Um, with WordPress. You can go onto an FTP and download everything and back it up manually. Um, yep. You can't really do it the same way in in HubSpot. Um, if you are more of an entrepreneur or like a micro business, you're not yet at that point of needing that extra cost. WordPress is a good option still. Um, budget conscious, you know, companies out there that um, maybe have internal resources to build a site on WordPress, like still still a good option. Um, you know, if you've got, like I said, a lot, a, lot of, a lot of companies, development companies have people that know how to do all this and it's easier for them to do. Um, yeah. Looking to build like a more custom e-commerce. If you've got like a more customized purchasing, um, you know, you need to do specific products, listings, you know, with the plugins to something like WooCommerce, uh, you have more flexibility there. Uh, with HubSpot, you know, if you are, if you are already doing marketing automation, and specifically in HubSpot, moving to a CMS is like almost a no-brainer because you can do you can do anything you want in HubSpot. Um, you can create any kind of you know features or, or or experience. And if you're really using your if you're already doing marketing, uh, HubSpot is, is CMS is kind of like a no-brainer. Um, and so if you want that all-in-one solution where you want to get to your website, you want to get to your marketing, you want to be able to quickly update on the fly website content as it relates to marketing. HubSpot's great for that. Um, you don't want to piece together several different tools. Um, HubSpot's great for that. Um, you can free up your IT team to, you know, they won't have to be working on the website or scheduling updates or repairs or security updates. 
that'll all be kind of done on a backend support through HubSpot. Um, you know, you have an easier tie-in to analytics and data. Um, if you have, you know, like it, your website is a tool to attract, attract, convert, and close business. And with HubSpot, if that is your main, one of your main purposes, trying to get demos, you know, you're doing high volume, you know, building all of that in one place and having that data in one spot is, uh, is, has a massive advantage to your, to your business. So really small, mid-sized enterprise level companies, HubSpot is certainly a great choice. Um, I, I would really only for larger companies, I would really only recommend HubSpot if you are using HubSpot's marketing automation and sales tools. If you're, if it's a standalone, I don't, you know, it's still a great way to build a website, but if it's not tying into your marketing, you know, there's other ways to build a website that might be a little bit better for that. Yeah. There are, there is, there is a use case for having them to be together. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Cause you could definitely kind of like incorporate both things. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, WordPress HubSpot has a WordPress plugin that if you have a mm-hmm. HubSpot subscription, that's a free plugin. It ties into the website. It adds the tracking code. It does everything you need it to do. Um, it kind of brings the HubSpot tools and analytics to your WordPress. So if you want to, if you like WordPress uh, and you want to continue to build on WordPress, you still get some of the HubSpot benefits. It's just not as complete as building your website yeah. on CMS. So you still get some of the tracking. You don't necessarily get the same detailed tracking analytics through the blog as you would if it was on HubSpot. Um, you can leverage apps integrations within the plugin to HubSpot. Um, and depending on your setup in, in WordPress, you can do like a possible sync of data from your from your WooCommerce setup into HubSpot. But you know, there's a lot of um, a lot of ifs and depends with those statements. Uh, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. work all the time, and it might cost more to get that integration than than you might yeah. be willing. That's neat, though. I don't know if a lot of people think about using them together, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I could talk. I could talk all day. I was gonna on say, this, yeah, but... that's a lot of questions that we blew through, though. That was awesome. Yeah, definitely yeah. getting through, like setting up to launching, and then all the way at the end to see like which one's more affordable and what, which one maybe people should choose per their company size or type. Yeah. And I think if it like an easy way to cut to like boil down to this decision, you know, for, in my perspective, if you are thinking about using HubSpot marketing and sales or the service operation, like your full suite, if you're thinking about using it or you are already using HubSpot when it's time to build a new website, HubSpot CMS should should immediately be involved in the conversation. Um, you know they they've kind of priced their products to you know you have multiple hubs, it's cheaper and you 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 can use more of them. And that cost of four hundred a month comes down drastically. Um, and if you're a large B two B and you have multiple people in your system, it's it's like a no brainer. If you're a company that either isn't ready for HubSpot or you use Active Campaign or you're using something else. Um, WordPress is certainly still a good option for everybody. Uh, it just comes with some drawbacks and some things you just need to be more aware of. Um, some companies are ready for that. Some companies are not ready for that. Um, mm-hmm. But if, if HubSpot is something you're thinking about doing, certainly exploring the CMS is a great, great option. That's awesome. Well, thank you for letting me pick your brain. <laughs> I feel like those are so many questions, but yeah, <laughs> you're the go-to for it.
Yeah. Well, I love talking about this stuff. So if anybody has any questions out there, uh, feel free to reach out to us at any time. Definitely. Awesome. Well, thank you, Alex. Well, thank you. Another fun. Of course. Yeah, fun, we did our second live. one. Yeah. We have our third one coming up. Oh, what's that one about? So when is that one? We're on. So next week, we're going to be doing a LinkedIn Live on less boring webinars. So Ooh. yeah, we might have some visuals. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> but yeah, we can have like a little presentation to show everybody like what like a cool deck would look like and just a few tips on how to make it a little more interesting and like get a little more people on your webinar to start with. So yeah, I'm going to put that together. I'm excited for that one. Awesome. Learned a lot awesome. from inbound too. So <laughs> they maybe incorporate a little bit of what I learned recently. So nice. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you everybody. That's our show. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for some more great interviews from other marketers across the country, across the world. Uh, we'll also bring you some more LinkedIn live recordings, as well as some more Q&A episodes from Story and myself. Uh, we're also going to be expanding our reach and audience, so stay tuned for some big announcements coming up. Thanks, everybody.